Hi, beauty. I'm so grateful you were led to this podcast. I'm your host, Miranda. Hi. I'm a wife, coach, and mom to four world changers. And this is the Recalibrating Hearts podcast. It's my heart that in this space, you would encounter the love of the Father and receive downloads, revelations, and solutions for partnering with God in your breakthrough. You'll also hear how we're building our family, powerful prayers and declarations for you, and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. Hey everyone, in this episode, we are going to continue on with our freedom series, Get Free and Stay Free, Part 5, Addiction. Now we have, you guys have held on for this one. You're in it for the long haul. Hopefully your life is being changed. Your lives are being changed. Your heart is being healed. You're becoming who you already are in Christ Jesus. And we're just going to take it up a notch with addiction. I'm going to pray real quick. Father, in Jesus name, thank you for everyone within the sound of my voice, having ears to hear, eyes to see, a heart that knows the difference. I invite all of heaven into this conversation. I cover all my technology in gold. I thank you so much for protecting the hearts of everyone listening. Freedom, 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 freedom over everyone within the sound of my voice in Jesus' name. All right, so let's define addiction. I am not an addiction counselor. Again, I'm not a mental health coach. I'm not a therapist. This is not legal advice. Um, And I'm, I'm a spiritual breakthrough coach, and I help women walk in freedom with whole hearts. Okay, I help and do a lot of things, but that's basically what it is. Now, addiction is defined as the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. I am reading a definition. And addiction can be also defined as a chronic relapsing disorder characterized by compulsive drug-seeking continued use despite harmful consequences and long-lasting changes in the brain. Again, two terms from a dictionary that I wanted to just break down a little bit. Um, I am not... I am not like under, I don't understand all the AAs. I don't understand all that. Like it's an, a, a disease. You can say that I'm, we're going to agree to disagree. It's spiritual roots. There's spiritual roots. However, it goes into the emotional realm and does affect our physical bodies. A lot of things really go into the, into from like the spiritual realm to the emotional realm. Okay. Cause we are spirit, soul, body. So when it comes to this addiction, especially Lord help us it affects us so deeply and then it help, and it changes not for the good, changes the world around us. Addictions, if anything, really, really creates broken families. And we're going to just say addiction to alcohol, addiction to drugs, addiction to pornography. It breaks down the family concept. It breaks down our children. It is, it sets them up for failure. Like, let's wake up to this. Okay. And like I've said in previous episodes, there is grace for us today. There is grace for us. Okay. We boldly become come before your throne of grace, Lord. For mercy and grace to help in the time of need, we come before your throne. There is grace. But man, when I hear about something and I'm awakened to something, I am accountable to it. I get to choose if it stays in my world and in my realms or if it doesn't. And I, my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to you if you're struggling in addiction. It goes out to you so like right now. That's why I'm here doing this. I'm here doing this so you can get free. You may need to seek help. You may need to seek counseling and advice, coaching, 
go to the groups. Like my, my stepdad is in charge of kingdom. I call it kingdom recovery. He's in charge of recovery here in the North Woods of Wisconsin. He is all in for these people. He is all in. He helps so many different groups. He helps with sober houses. And I might have them on a future episode. But when it comes to addiction, he is the person I would refer you to if it's alcohol or drugs, okay? Or narcotics or substances. We can go and break this down further. For me here is excessive behavior and uh, we're going to, I mean, what I was addicted to, I'll jump right into sugar, food, like a substance, sugar, food, anger, controlling, pleasing people. There is addictions to all the things. If the enemy can get a bend and bend it and twist it, he will. We were created to enjoy food. We were created to enjoy people. We were created to be in relationships. We were created to, um, well, for freedom. But when you take food and it becomes my idol, we'll talk about idolatry. When you take food and it becomes who I turn to and sugar and that, that like cocaine, literally sugar, when you take it, and it becomes more than it's supposed to be. It's become an addiction. It's become, and it, it turns into idolatry. And idolatry came up in my study of this. And when I was preparing for um, the series, the freedom series, did I mention? We're on the freedom series, get free, stay free, free part five. And you know, it's good to have my Yeti microphone on. The last couple episodes, I'm, I apologize. I'm sure it was just my MacBook. Turn up the volume. I pray, I'm going to re-listen to it. I pray that it sounds good and has quality. Just learning, folks, just learning. So this is part five, and we're talking about and breaking down addiction, okay? I've defined it for you. In my life, it looked like sugar. I was addicted to sugar. Didn't know it. You don't, you don't. You just go along your life, and you're like, oh, but I need it, and I need it, and I, but it controls me, okay? Addiction controls you, and it ain't fun. It's not fun to be in, have something in control. We're not created for bondage. We're created for freedom, Anger, I was addicted to anger. Most deaf, addicted to that drip. That cortisol. What is it? Adrenaline rush. Anger. The adrenaline. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. People can be addicted to adrenaline. The adrenaline junkies out there. We're not supposed to be no junkie unless we're Jesus junkie. You know what I'm saying? Sugar, the substance of it. How it literally is like cocaine. I pray over my sugs. I pray over the sugs I eat. Sugar, I pray over my kids' foods, man. I pray over their dairy. I call heaven's frequencies up. Well, let's not get off track. Anyway, addiction to food. Gluttony. No joke. It controlled my life. And I, generational speaking, we've talked about that too, how things are generational. And I'm not making excuses. I'm not justifying. Oh, my generation did it, so I do it. No, but it gets into my DNA. It gets into my genome. It gets into the line. And then it will affect how I think, speak, and act. It will affect my being. It will. But man, when pain comes, your heart, you know, it, and, you know, God showed me briefly. He showed me, um, I was on a walk and let me finish my thought. When pain comes, I turn to food. Okay. Becomes an idol. I was on a walk in probably 2006, 2005, 2006 or seven. And <clears throat> I was... Get, I was feeling the promptings go on a sugar fast. And I don't like hold all these fasts up, Daniel fast, all that. I love the discipline. I shouldn't say that. I love that there's disciplines that help us manage ourselves. I don't love fasting, but we're just not going to go there. Um, And I was on a walk and the Holy Spirit's like, you, my people, but he meant me to, my people anesthetize, anesthetize themselves with sugar. 
Now, I know it's Holy Spirit because I've never used the word anesthetize, nor do I, did I care. And I was like, I have to look that up now. Great. And it was basically numbing, numbing myself. And I was like, you're totally right on. And this happened a lot. Holy Spirit would be like, dude, this is what's happening. And I'm like, yep, you're right. Now, was I ready to change at the time? I went through the steps of like a 40-day sugar fast. Ooh, feel great. But it's so great. I am all about that. I'm all about fast to break things. Um, I needed to take it further in my life to get free. I needed to take it further. I needed to just figure out what's the root of it. Why am I eating? Why am I turning to food right now? You know, and again, please identify the triggers, you guys. Please, if you do this work, you'll never be the same. I'm not begging you when I say please. I'm just like, my heart is for you. My heart is for freedom. That's the reason I'm here. Um, It's for you. So when he shared with me I was anesthetizing myself, I was like, yeah, what am I going to do about this? But it was a cool hit home time because I realized I was numbing myself from having to feel the pain that I was really used to and accustomed to. Trauma, trauma, single parent, uh, very low income, very low income. Miracle that, like, I remember, I don't even know how God made my payments. Like, I remember I worked Starbucks 30 hours, went to college. I was going from acupuncture, master's degree, and I got it. I got my master's in acupuncture. I don't practice anymore, but I... And my license and everything, I don't practice, but I went, I was Starbucks 30 hours a week, full-time master's, um, master's degree student. Oh my goodness. A full-time single parent, full-time. Um, that was hard. And I was surviving. I was not in a good place. Um, but God, but God, okay. But God. And he like sent me help. My family helped me a lot. Um, I remember food stamps, all that. But anyway, I say all that because pain, I just didn't want to tolerate that. I didn't, and I coped, and I coped by addictions to sugar, to drama, to chaos, to food, shame. I mean, all of it. That was my portion. I took it. And I continued to do stuff, even if it hurt me. And I knew it hurt me. And it wasn't like, oh, the scale's going up. I just hated myself anyway. So it didn't really matter. I hated myself. And when you hate yourself, you don't like treat yourself great. But something I learned that will, will bless somebody or waken up somebody, awake, wake up somebody right now is addictions, sneaky little things, become idols. Because we choose what we worship. Oh, let that settle. Addictions become idols and we choose what we worship. I feel like one of the tactics of the enemy to get us into addiction and get families and the uh, alcoholics and adult, you know, I have parent, two parents that are adult child of alcoholics and I'm married to my husband who is a child of an alcoholic, adult child of an alcoholic, really all around me. And, And then my, in our generational lines, both sides are, okay, so I take this stuff seriously. It's no joke and it doesn't play fair. But the enemy wants people to get addicted. So then we idolize. And of course, he sits on the throne of our hearts instead of, the, instead of the father. He wants it. Doesn't that just fire somebody up? 
I'm not looking for hype. I'm not trying to play on your emotions. I'm not trying nothing. I basically, I feel like the Lord kind of needed to shake things in my life. And this is a season of shaking in the earth. Okay, this is a season of shaking. You see it all around you. But he had to shake what could be shook, um, shaken. He had to because it was killing me. And if it wasn't killing me, bitterness was killing me, right? If sugar couldn't get me, if food didn't get me, because my salvation was sealed. Thank you, Lord. God knew. Sorry. The enemy knew I was after God. But he's like, great, then I'll get her this way. Because bitterness is like poison dripping into the cells. Study it. Look it up. And so if he couldn't get me this way, he got me that way. And I can start getting free emotionally. I'm going to keep her in bondage with a food. How about let's get free and stay free? Amen. Freedom is for you. It's your birthright. It's your inheritance. You're a child of God. You're a kingdom citizen. You're from another world. You're from heaven. We get to bring heaven to earth. If I look around me and I see trauma and drama and chaos and I just look around me. I just remember I looked around me so many years and of course I cried out to God, please change this, please change that. And I just didn't know to like, how about change myself? How about manage my inner world? How about, you know, and so I'd read books and everything. But how about he's waiting on me because he already did it all. He's waiting on me to have the faith to take a step, to walk it out to walk out my salvation with fear and trembling. He's done it all. It's up to me to, to appropriate it and to go, no, this is mine. Get your hands off Satan. Get your hands off my children. Get your hands off my life. Get out. They are God's property. I am God's property. Lord, show me how to walk in abundance. Show me how to walk in clarity. Lord, show me how to walk in freedom. Father me into it. I want it to be you. If you're not in it, I don't want it. <sighs> so I looked around me and I was like, there's a lot of pain and I'm like over it. And when it got painful enough in my life, it was like, okay, I'm ready for change now. I don't know. I mean, I've learned now, and this might be for another episode, to to pivot before and shift before things get trauma. And God, thank you for that. I something I realized recently. I was positioned to pivot and I was just like hating it and didn't like it. But he was positioning me to pivot, shift, change, transform, do that before, you know, all hell broke loose or whatever. The bottom fell out of things. But before I got a hold of that truth, I was just, dude, a sitting duck for the enemy. And I don't want you to be a sitting duck. And that's why we're here. All right. So let's get into it. Remember, addictions become idolatry. Can become, I'll say that, can become idolatry. And I'm, if I'm turning to a substance instead of God's comfort, God's healing, God's word, God's like worship, music, all that, if I'm turning to substance instead of that, it's addiction. Now, the root of addiction usually is the need to be loved, okay? A broken heart. And you'll hear me mention that here and there because it's, we're in, I don't want to say fatherless generation. There's a lot of fatherlessness around us motherlessness, but more fatherlessness. And if we were not loved the way we were created to be loved, we could turn to temptation and then addiction. So the root usually is addiction, the need to be loved. The root of addiction usually is the need to be loved. Where is my heart broken? How did my heart get broken, Lord? If if the Holy Spirit's leading you to this questions, okay, like I'm sharing the questions, you pick up what you pick up what you want, you drop what you don't want. Where <clears throat> did the trauma come in? Where did this come in, Lord? Where did this addiction come in? When did I start turning to you? Where's the door point? Yeah, I do need to be loved, Lord. I'm realizing this. I was created to be loved. 
Okay, so we're going to shift over. When we break free of our uh, the addiction and we break up with it and divorce it and just even a fast or cleanse some people need. I know people that tried, new, not tried, started health products and like their addiction started breaking off. Something changed in their cellular membrane and complexes, right? And their DNA. I know people who started fasting and that's why fasting is such a great great discipline and praying it's not so I can get something from God it's it's so I get to do this for God but my body has to come under submission to my spirit my soul will throw a fit most of the time when I'm fasting I'm like too bad get over it by the way we're doing this my spirit's like by the way soul we're doing this so anyway I say that because um, as I'm getting free of it and as I got free of it of addiction to anger addiction to food to sugar dude the stuff that controlled me and I had to turn to it before turning to God or turn to it because, um, yeah, I needed to do some fasts and breakups with some stuff and figure out what was triggering me or causing me to turn to that. I feel lonely, you know? And so before I would just numb, 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 eat, 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 sugar, 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 freak out, freak out, freak out. And then slowly I started going, oh, like, I just feel lonely right now. Super lonely. I feel unwanted, undesired, not chosen rejected and that's why I'm turning so Lord I'll take this and I'm going to give this to you and I'm going to allow your love to come and shine the light into areas of my brokenness so here's my addictions sugar food whatever I lay them on the altar come on now somebody's getting free right now I feel it in the spirit see an altar I imagine the altar sometimes in heaven or whatever, and I lay my junk on the altar. I lay it on the altar. Here's the sugar. Here's the food. Here's the anger. Here's the codependency. Here's the addiction to people-pleasing. I lay it down. I don't want it. I break up with it, divorce it. Now, Lord, come and shine your light on the areas of my brokenness. Rewire my brain. Rewire my reward pathways. Heal them, Lord. Heal them. The blood of Jesus all the way into my brain, and I'll pray that at the end. <clears throat> and give me, a, surround me with accountability. Surround me with people that can hold me accountable lovingly. Surround me, God. When you, when you see yourself like turning to things instead of God and how addiction becomes idolatry and really I hope you're just seeing the way the enemy is like, if you're not, if I don't have your salvation, dude, you're going to suffer on earth. There's something about addiction that it's bondage that isn't, it's almost like chains. It can be, in my opinion, okay, then I can speak really. It's like chains and you don't get to go here, here and here. You only get to go this far. You're on a leash. I've got you. The addiction's got you. No. Man, I, no. Recently, dad and I went on a 40-day, sorry, 26-day fast. And it was a vegan, sorry, 26-day cleanse. It was a vegan cleanse. And I mean, no sodium. He had to have some because of his stuff. But no sodium, obviously very little sugar. We had fruit sugar finally day five. And, um, and fruits and stuff. And no meat, no protein like that. No meat, I mean. And it just took out, of course, we... Uh, gluten and then yes you could have like sprouted spelt toast or whatever but anyway something happened like something shifted man addictions broke off 
like addictions broke off and in my soul was calm and peaceful. Now, not all the time. It threw fits here and there. Where's my matcha tea? Well, I don't, I don't even, I didn't even want coffee. I just want my matcha tea, man. I want my comfort, hot chocolate, my own keto chocolate, hot chocolate even, but no, couldn't have it. And boy, did I throw a fit. I was throwing a fit me cooking my family dinner anyway, but my soul came into, um, under like the jurisdiction of my spirit. And I was like, you will obey. And my body was like, oh, this feels good to get healthy. It feels good to cleanse out. I recommend like once or twice a year, by the way, full cleanse. Right? Even if you can do a seven day, 10 day, I don't care. It doesn't have to be 26. I highly recommend it. Our vessel needs cleansing sometimes, peeps. Spirit, soul, body. Our vessel needs cleansing. It cleans out our soul. Our soul's like, oh, I'm not in charge. And our spirit gets to go, let's hear from God better. Let's make decisions better. Clear. Let's have clarity. And sometimes you don't feel any, like really anything spiritually till after, but whatever. You're sowing seed for your future when you cleanse and fast. You're just doing all the things. So in closing, we're going to repent and break up with addictions. And I understand this is holy ground. So I'm not saying, oh, just repent and you'll be free. I'm saying get accountability. Go to a kingdom recovery group if you need Get that accountability person, man. That's how you stay free. Especially when we're talking to addiction to pornography. I'm not an expert at it. I've been around it. I've been a victim of, I won't uncover anyone, right? But in my life, I just want to honor them in my life. But I have been a victim of it. it. There's nothing worse than that. Okay, there is stuff worse. To the person that's a victim of it, not good. Um, the wife that feels like she's not enough, Right? The wife that just tolerates it but hates the husband, really, because of the pornography. Like, I've been there. When it comes to that, the enemy knows. It takes away. It just does so much. It steals. It steals. And there's, like, this one. I can't think of the thing right now I follow on Facebook or social media, but it shares really well on it. But anyway, porn pornography leads to human trafficking. I, it's it fuels from human trafficking. It's of the devil. It's of the devil. But anyway, it creates ruts in your brain where the reward systems are skewed. And then not only that, ruts in your brain. Like look up the science, peeps. The blood of Jesus heals. So uh, this is holy ground. I'm not saying this here right now is going to free you forever, ever. Amen. This is tools for your tool belt to overcome. And when you overcome... You gain ground back from your enemy to stop it in your generation line. You're equipped to overcome more, right? So, Father, in Jesus' name, I break up with and divorce the spirit of addiction, the spirit that's been on my family line. It's gone. I break up with it and divorce it, serve it, divorce papers, all the way back to Adam, all the way forward to my seed line. I renounce it. I repent of it all. I renounce it, revoke it, remove it indefinitely. I nail it to the cross of Christ and apply the blood of Jesus over it. And if you've prayed that prayer, I'm just going to pray over you. I command the spirit of um, addiction to come up and out and go to dry places wherever the Lord Jesus sends it. Leave these people. Uh, Lord, I ask that you would heal brains right now. Heals, heal any ruts in the brain with your blood of Jesus, with living water, with fire. Reset synapses, the right lobe and left lobe hemispheres. Reset cortisol, reset the drip. Lord, I ask for healing over the brain organ in Jesus' name. 
Lord, I ask that you heal bodies, you heal DNA, you heal spirit, just signs, wonders, and miracles. Follow your word, Lord. And you've come to set the captives of free. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So Father, I ask for healing over each and every one within the sound of my voice. Now, Holy Spirit, remember to ask, Holy Spirit, what do you give me in return? Woo! Jesus, what do you have for me? Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right, I pray this was a blessing to you. Go in peace. Be gracious to yourself. Walk this out, man. Walk this out. You are created to do powerful things. You're a powerful person. You're the beloved chosen ones of God. Talk soon.